One, two, three, four. SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, David That's the first duet. Well, hopefully the last. <laughs> I thought that was rather beautiful. Thank it, you very much. You're welcome. Take 25. Well, it's lovely to be here. Spitterfields Market. Uh, we, I lost the recording of Digital Elite. Uh, so we're having to re-record it. You've very kindly come down to see me at Spitterfields. We were talking about podcasting. We the five steps. Step number one, sound only, which yes. is what I'm doing. Indeed. Yeah. Um, give me some advice about how I could have done it better. It's great to be with you in person, uh, Mr. Uh, JB. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, anyway. Um, Do you want to do the interview? <laughs> no, it just seems as if we're going straight into the topic rather than having any kind of um, chit-chat to begin All right. with. Oh, you want, you want some preliminaries, <laughs> <here>? No, no. <laughs> Let's go straight into the topic, okay? Um, what I was uh, <laughs> suggesting um, was that perhaps people should consider, if they're considering uh, venturing into the world of video, focusing on audio to begin with. Okay. Because a lot of people that do video to begin with jump in and they do Facebook Live and audio rubbish or yeah. it's not pre-planned. Yeah. And that's okay to a certain degree. It's okay to jump over fears and make yourself do something and just get some yeah. content out there. But the more and more content that happens to be happening in your space, you've got to do something special to differentiate yourself. And unless your audio is top quality, mm -hmm. people are going to quite quickly switch off from your videos as well as switching off from your podcast. Well, what I noticed is before I started this podcast, I listened to loads of podcasts and tried to figure out what I did and didn't like. Mm -hmm. What I like least is when the sound quality is bad uh, or even worse. Bad? Huh? What, what's bad? When, you, when it sounds tinny or you can't really hear what people are saying. Okay. Or the worst is when the sound quality on either end is different. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I wanted to do it face to face. And, and that's a then couple you've got... of different things, absolutely. There are, there, there are some challenges with regards to getting the content right, the, the quality of the, the audio right on a podcast. You mentioned different levels there. Some people record the two people on the same track and you can't actually edit or it's very difficult to edit the, um, the, the tracks separately when doing that. Um, you mentioned a little bit tinny there as well. Sometimes the audio actually sounds very good when you're in a, an office somewhere, mm -hmm. but to someone listening on the tube or somewhere where it's not the optimum listening environment, it's not ideal. Yeah. And uh, it's important to get the loudness correct and to have the correct amount of focus on treble and bass, not yeah. drown out the, um, the audio too much by having yeah. too much bass in there, but of course not take it out completely and make it sound too simple. But it's all about the bass, about the bass, no treble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. That's my favorite song of the moment. Okay. You don't know, know it. it? I don't know it. No. Oh, it's Megan Trainer. Absolutely brilliant song. If so anyone wants to listen to that song, I recommend it wholeheartedly. And with Bibi Lauren, Bibi the link builder, we're going to play it at Brighton SEO. Fantabulous. So, yeah, it is going to be great, isn't it? So she's learning on the ukulele. There's a Facebook video. Yeah. I've done the baseline. We're off. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Anyway, sorry, back yeah, to the topic. Back to the <laughs> <laughs> what I was attempting to say was that unless you get your audio right to begin with, then people are going to stop listening to you quite quickly. That was the point. And... It's quite good if you intend to produce a video series to actually think of producing a podcast series right to begin with. Yeah. And perhaps do 20 episodes just audio only, just getting your audio right, yeah. getting the way you phrase things right. So it means that... <laughs> 
Somebody just if, dropped an iPhone by us. Yeah. And indeed. David was going to pick it up and run away with it. <laughs> I, do, I had three different scenarios going on there. But uh, um, look, if you... Yeah, and you get the sound right. I mean, I've done 60 or 70 episodes of this. Yeah. And I just started doing video. And Monty is recording video and we might or might not use it. Um, I find it incredibly difficult. As soon as I did video, it didn't become twice as difficult. It became 10 times more difficult. Yeah, yeah. But, and if you do video to begin with, you're not going to focus on your, your audio as well. No. Um, focus on your audio to begin with. Do pre-recorded audio to begin with. Don't even think about things like adding in intros or outros as part of a recording yeah. um, when you're recording initially. Just do that interview via Skype or Google mm -hmm. Hangouts if it's still around by the time you're listening to this yeah. or whatever device you're actually recording on. But focusing on the audio, get your audio right, get the structure of your show right. Uh, it'll take quite a few episodes before you get comfortable yeah. how you're going to structure your show. Yeah. But then after that, you can move on to stage two, which is audio as live. So you can save a little bit of time by doing things like using an iPad, using pre-recorded bumper yeah. noises to get your intros, your outros, any bumper noises, um, anything else that you want to do um, to make, <laughs> to ensure that you don't have any, I thought our motorbike was gonna land on us there, <laughs> uh, to, to, to try and ensure that um, you don't do as much editing as you did beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I found it incredibly useful minimizing the editing. I've tried to keep it just those 20 minutes. I try not to edit anything out yeah. just because it makes it quicker. It's good, it's good, but to begin with, if you're not ideal at recording, if you don't particularly know what your train of thought is going to be, or if you say too many ums and ahs, it gets a little bit challenging for the listener. That was the other thing I hated about some podcasts, is ums and ahs. People who say um and ah, I find yeah. that incredibly annoying. And I really try and avoid it. I don't do it too much, but I still do it. Yeah, but everyone's got verbal tics, and you can lessen them to a certain degree. Mm. It depends what you do with your audio as well. You can compress your audio. Yeah, you do loads of that, don't you? I try not to do an amazing amount of compression. Compression can make you sound a little bit spaceman-y. Uh, it can bring yeah. um, all your audio together and um, make it not sound natural at all. Um, you need to do a little bit of compression if you want to try and ensure that there's a relatively consistent volume level with your audio. Um, but if you do compression, you've got to watch out because you're bringing up the level of the, 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 the lower um, volume okay. uh, um, stuff that's going on. Stuff in the background? Exactly. Or, or you mean but, stuff in the background or you mean the bass No, I, I mean things like... Now, you, no. you, you possibly Is that might your verbal not even tech? hear that. It's, it's just about everyone's verbal tech. Really? Just before they see something or they pause and they go, ah, and, and then they start to say whatever they... If you compress, then if you make a little noise like that, then that kind of volume, the volume of that particular yeah, noise we'll, is we'll going to increase up. significantly, absolutely. So, so everyone does that? Many people do My that. My mum used to do it when I did something. A lot? Yeah. Were you a bad boy a lot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was very badly behaved. Um, yeah, okay, so getting the sound right, you've got, you've got your as-is, as-live, were you saying, yeah? Yeah. So What's uh, step three? As-live. Step three is bringing in video. And uh, do Multi. your- Multi. <laughs> bringing in video, sorry, Multi's here with the video but do video as live, but not actually live. Because a lot of people are scared of going live and lots of people watching live and then mucking up and not knowing what to do yeah. in front of a live audience. So to take away that fear, it's possible to record video, still do the video interview with someone, but give yourself the opportunity to get the angle of the camera right, mm. to get the lighting right, to get the positioning of the camera right, to get your ability to actually say things into the camera instead of reading a script all the time 
if they happen to have a script in front of you, at least do the intro as if you're looking directly into the camera. You say, it's wonderful that you took the... <laughs> For those oh, who sorry, can't sorry, see the video. Sorry, I, I, had a vi I had a vision of David Bellamy there. I'm not sure why. <laughs> For those who didn't have the video, Monty and I were, were zooming in on David Bain doing this thing, talking to the camera. You were feeling like David Bellamy without the beard. Yeah. Didn't he have a really long beard? Yeah, but you, 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 your kind of beard is... Yeah, I'm um, kind of bearded today, yeah. Is, 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 is coming along nicely. quite David Bellamy-ish. Oh, right. But it might end One up day. in that direction. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, for, for the... Pre-recorded video. Pre-recorded video and getting it all right. Uh, step four? Step four. Or right, am I moving too fast? On. No, we could have talked about pre-recorded video on, a little bit talk more. Talk more about pre-recorded video, please. <laughs> Look. If you do pre-recorded video, a couple of things that you can use, you can use Skype, obviously, you can use video recording software with Skype, you can use Hangouts. Um, Hangouts is allegedly going away towards the end of 2019. Oh, right, you weren't joking. No, I'm not joking at all, no. Oh, right. And, um, <laughs> so, so YouTube Live... It's going to go in the Google Cemetery that uh, Indeed. Yeah, and it, Gennaro Corfano told me about. But, but there are other tools that we'll be able to replace it, but at the moment, you know, while we're talking, um, Hangouts is a good way to jump on and you can actually do an unlisted YouTube video. Yeah. Um, so people aren't going to watch you live, but it's a way to actually record the video while you're having your discussion. And well, then, what's Anton at Simrush going to do? That's how he does his videos, isn't Who it? knows? Oh, his webinars. Who knows? Oh, poor chap. <laughs> Oops. Oh, dear. Oh, well, there you go. So at the end of and, 2019, Semrush is going to have to find a new way. And Anton actually, several years ago, introduced me to a great bit of software called vMix. All right. And vMix is a, a wonderful uh, piece Sounds of like a toilet software. cleaner. <laughs> Sorry. It does, yes. <laughs> vMix. Go ahead. Say something serious. Sorry. Stage four is doing live video. <laughs> and that's where you use vMix. That's oh, right, probably okay. a, a good... Um, you were doing a wonderful little segue and I completely ruined it. I do apologize. I've never been on a segue before, but I'd like to go on one. <laughs> <laughs> but as live or doing as live video was um, step three, stage four yeah. is live video. So that's where you're actually doing things to a live audience. You've got people watching live and it's great to do that after you've practiced being on video because then you don't have to worry about being on camera. You don't have to worry about, is my video right? Is my audio right? Yeah. Hopefully that'll be second nature to you and you can just focus on the chat room yeah. and you can look at what people are talking about and asking yeah. while you're having that discussion. You can perhaps bring questions in that people are asking in the chat room as part of your live discussion. And that's a completely different skill set. And yeah. it's important to master the other skills or at least become reasonable at them yeah. before moving on to that. I mean, and, I mean yeah, this whole kind of step-by-step -step process sounds to me very much like what Sarah Carroll was saying about uh, building a brand globally is doing it chunk by chunk start off with your, your, your initial country yeah. before trying to move on to the others because once you've got it right for the first one the other ones are much easier yeah. uh, get comfortable with sound get comfortable with video then you can do it live you can't eat a whole packet of sugar pots can you? No, I don't that know. That makes absolutely no sense to me at all. First thing that came to mind. All right, okay. This is, this, this is something you tell your son? <laughs> no, he can't eat sugar puffs at all. He's too much sugar. Okay, good point. Sorry. So uh, we're still on stage four at the yep. moment, uh, which is doing the live video. Um, it's being able to interact with people in the chat. And one medium that's incredible at the moment is LinkedIn. I've just been really? given permission to broadcast live on LinkedIn. So you've got to apply to be able to get um, the facility to do that. Oh, wow. Um, I've now been given that. And you know, I've got a decent amount of connections on LinkedIn, but 
what really um, really appealed to me is whenever I went live, there were 30 to 50 people there interacting in the chat with me as soon as I went live without any... How many have you done? Two. So I've only, right. I've only done a second one. Um, the, I, I did one as a bit of a test where I just jumped on like that. And I did one where I interviewed Marcus Sheridan for my podcast, Business Book of the Month. Yeah. And um, I did that live using vMix, uh, bringing him in and yeah. then broadcasting live on LinkedIn. And, and we had quite a few questions on LinkedIn. And we've, we've now had about 2,500 views of that video on LinkedIn. Oh, and, wow. and, and that wasn't pre-planned at all. But it's, if, if there's a massive social network that um, suddenly introduces live video, it's worthwhile jumping on there because the chances are being got, the audience are likely to be quite engaged. Yeah, well, especially on LinkedIn, especially with the topic you're talking yeah. about. I mean, LinkedIn is much better than Twitter or Facebook yeah, for that kind of absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, Facebook to begin with was incredible. Uh, what was even more incredible was probably Periscope before mm. Facebook because, or even before that, um, there, there, there was a great um, platform called Blab lab.im and that, that just doesn't exist anymore but whatever used to go on there it was such a novel thing uh, the community was, was there yeah. they loved it they interacted so much um, part of Facebook's challenge is it's predominantly pay to play at the moment so yeah. uh, Facebook want you to promote stuff as well and yeah. if, if you go on LinkedIn there's a great organic reach at the moment so I'd, I'd highly recommend people applying to me for example yeah applying to, to to be able to broadcast live on oh, LinkedIn. Brilliant stuff. Okay. So that's broadcasting live. That's step four. Yeah. And then step five is really, we're talking about Facebook is what you were doing on Facebook last year. It's putting on a live event, a, yeah. a major live event. And I do crazy online events. 250,000 digital marketers tell nearly, you. Nearly, nearly. 120. Um, oh, like, yeah, not far <laughs> off. <laughs> No, 120 uh, digital markets. We all had two minutes each. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, three minutes actually, but you only had two minutes. But don't tell anyone else. <laughs> but uh, it, it, you can do events like that. Uh, I mean, I actually used Hangouts predominantly and brought it into VMix yeah. and used VMix to broadcast it to Facebook. Okay. And I, and I partnered with Asian Rush, HubSpot, um, uh, Mobile Monkey, yeah. uh, a few other people to broadcast live on their Facebook pages as well. And um, I, I'm, I'm using. Th those tips to turn that into a book as well. So, so once you create a massive online event, then you can use the content for different reasons. Yeah, okay. But, but, but the, it, the Facebook one was phenomenally difficult to organize. Yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. But not, not only was it live in a big event, but it was over three days, two days? Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that series was over five days. Oh, wow. um, but, but pre yeah, pre <laughs> previous, nearly. <laughs> but, uh, but basically, I just throw numbers out there and hope they're more or less in the book. Pre pre previously, I've done longer ones. I've, ho I've hosted ones for Mobile Monkey, which are about nine hours long, um, on online summits. I've hosted ones for SEM Rush before as well, which are, which are a few hours long. And you have to have done audio and video beforehand to, to be fairly comfortable enough to do that. But also, if you're putting on that kind of event yourself, you need to have a decent uh, bunch of connections to yeah. reach out to and say, hey, I'm going to do this. Can you actually take part with me to do that? So yeah. that's, that's part of the reason that I recommend the stepped approach to build up your connections so that if you're going to do a massive online event, then you've got enough people to say yes. Yeah, 120, for example. Indeed. Would you have done more if you'd had more people say yes? No, uh, I, 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 oh, I, I could have got more. Uh, I mean, I wanted um, as high-level people as possible on their oh, own, so that's why you were I'm there. terribly. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, shucks, is what I'm supposed to say. Yeah. Uh, in, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, 
I only set out an hour and a half on each of the five days oh, right. to yeah. do that, so seven and a half hours of content. That, 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 that was enough, I thought. But that was enough to produce a book. Uh, last year, I did an event, sorry, the year before, I did an event for six hours, and that was enough to produce a book which was about 190 pages. So I thought, make the book a little bit longer than that. Um, so, you know, over 200 pages. When's it coming out? That'll come out in the next month or two. Okay. Yes. Super. So, it was going to be called Digital Marketing in 2019, but it's it's the thing about that yeah, is yeah, that's going to be quickly out of date. It, isn't exactly. It? Uh, it was it, a lot of people think, what's the next thing? Oh, Digital Marketing 2020. And I was I was also thinking, a chap called Mark Asquith wrote the um, the the foreword to my previous book, and one of the things he said was. <laughs> so he's done lots of silly things, no, only joking, Mark. Um, uh, one of the things he said, um, which, which was incredible, was digital marketing is now marketing. Yeah. And, and that's that's right to, to, to a great extent. He said that two years ago? Yeah. Oh, I like him because I've only just started saying it. Yeah. but I'm I, two years late. And I, I, I didn't particularly agree with him wholeheartedly at the time because I thought a lot of people were just primarily focusing on digital marketing yeah. and some people were focusing more on conventional, but I think it really is the case now. Yeah. Um, so the title's so not... He, he, said, he, he said it too early. Mark's I'm not allowed early to say that because I don't know who he is. <laughs> but is no, no, it, I, I, I really like the idea now. Uh, having heard that somebody said it two years ago, I, I would tend to agree with you. Maybe two years ago it wasn't fully... Uh, useful way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, today, definitely. No, yeah. no, he's a great guy, uh, the head of the time. But um, I, I'm not calling it digital marketing. I'm calling it marketing something. Okay. But you don't know what yet. I do know. I do know. But, but I haven't, you're not I haven't say. told anyone at all. So. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to get a scoop from David Bay. It's not going to be called scoop. Put it that way. No. <laughs> marketing scoop. But yeah, no. <laughs> all right. So brilliant. So we've got our five stats. We've got ourselves onto this massive event. We've written a book. Yeah. You can do that in a year. You can do that in a year, but don't try and do that kind of thing overnight. In a week. You take, yeah. take, take three months at least for each spa uh, stage. And if you do that... Can I make a point? Three months times five is 15 months, so that's a, a year and a quarter. Can I make a point as well? Yeah. Sorry. That only works for video people. Yeah, he pointed yeah. at me. I, <laughs> David Bain being very funny. Thank you very much, David. That was brilliant. Thank you, Jason. SEO is AO. Thank you, David. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant stuff. <laughs>